You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you well. Hi, this is Sammy Wazell. Uh, proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch on hospitality. Oh, right. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome, Adam. Any, anything to help? So uh, this is proud. This is proudly resents proudlyresents.com. I'm Adam Spiegelman, and I'm on Skype with Russell Charrington, who is part of Occupy Midian. What? Yeah, you could, you could say I'm part of Occupy Midian. Yes. Are you there right now? Or in Midian? Yeah. No, I mean I'm in England, but it it, it kind of resembles Midian on some <laughs> days. Yeah. Well, explain <laughs> to us. Uh, you're one of the founders of uh, Occupy Midian, and it's a group of fans of the movie Nightbreed who want the movie, who wants the director's cut released on DVD. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I've got a little bit more to do with it than just being a kind of like fan that got involved in in doing this. Uh, uh, Occupy Midian came out of a screening at Mad Monster in Charlotte, North Carolina, three weeks ago. The movie was screened, and while the well after the screening, there was a panel, and myself and Mark Miller were on the stage with Craig Schaefer and and Bobby, and we were discussing the film, and Anne announces that we should occupy Midian, so everybody kind of started applauding, and then we went off after the screening and discussed it, and I bought the URL, and uh, Ryan Danhauser that was in the audience that night decided uh, to go and start uh, a Facebook page and he, he got a couple of other people. He got uh, Jorge Leto involved and Ryan as well. And, and those guys, Ryan, sorry, uh, they all started basically and Roger Bowes as well. They started the page. So by the time it got to Monday after the screening, there was already you know, an Occupy Midian page. So by the time I flew back to England, you know, we, it all kind of started. Yeah, sure. Uh, the goal, I think everybody's goal is really simple. We want to see Nightbreed on DVD and Blu-ray, and we want to see the Cabal cut, the director's cut, available for fans to be able to see. We, we First of all, we have a cut that people can watch, but it's made from VHS sources. Now, what we really want is we, we would like Morgan Creek to give us the original source footage back and then we would like to be able to telecine all that footage, work with the original director of photography and create a full high quality HD ready version of Nightbreed that could be out released on DVD and Blu-ray for all the fans to see. But what is the, Do you know what the director's cut would be, what the difference is? Well, yeah, well, the, the great thing here is, yeah, I do know because I made it. So, basically, in, in 1988-89, Clive wrote a script that became called Nightbreed based on his novel Cabal. And basically, he made Cabal into a movie. But after the rough version was screened to the studio they said no 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 we can't have this the monsters can't be the good guy this can't happen we need to find a cinema 
monster. We need to find a bad guy. So they reshot for three weeks and changed the onus of the film towards a character called Decca. So the film that you just watched and other people have seen before essentially has a slasher character at the heart of it and he's the main bad guy as it was the therapist well it just seemed that was the therapist it was out of the blue right that this guy was it was not really determined why he was killing people and why he was wearing a crazy mask yeah but he, he is you know the guy that you're talking about is in the movie right so he is the person that's featured in the book, you know, he does exist and he still exists in the story, but yeah, he's a psychiatrist. He's a guy who's treating Boone and he's convinced Boone that he actually is, you know, the killer. Whereas it's actually, he's doing it to cover for himself. Yeah. That was a character that they had him add. No, it was already in the original novel. It it was, that character was always there, but he wasn't, the kind of the main heart of the film the heart of the film is actually the love story between laurie and boone it's how humanity misunderstands monsters so they misunderstand boone they misunderstand the nightbreed and actually the monsters are human beings and and you know we see that the monster as a human being is decker and we also see that when the you know the, the soldiers kind of turn up towards the end and they want to kill the nightbreed or the police you know the sons of the free have you contacted morgan creek morgan creek is really aware of what we're doing yeah they, they know i wrote to them last week uh they've seen the petition and and basically their position right now is that they're allowing us to screen the cabal cut uh, at conventions and horror film festivals and I guess they want to see how many people are interested in this. So what you're doing now and what other people are doing about bringing this to people's attention. And, you know, I'm just looking on Occupy Midian now and there's 2,262 people joined it in three weeks. So it's 100 people a day are asking to see this movie. So, you know, Morgan Creek are, are really aware of that. They're watching what we're doing. They're giving us permission to screen it. And I guess, you know, sheer weight of numbers will uh, will motivate them to release it. Where can we see the screenings? Will there be screenings coming up for the film? Yeah, the, the, well, you know, I, I can't be exact because we're, we're negotiating at the moment. We're negotiating with Rumorg, Fangoria. We've got offers from several other horror events. So as soon as they're confirmed, you know, we'll put them up on... Uh, clivebarker.info to go on Occupy Midian and they'll go on the website and, and we'll get them out to people but I, I, at this stage I think there's probably six or seven screenings going to happen this year across America and there'll be two or three in Europe as well Why do you think people love this film so much? What is what is the appeal for you that make you fight to have the directors cut out? Because I said this after the screening, it's it's gone with the wind with monsters. It it's a, actually a beautiful film. It, it it it's a classic. It's probably you know you know the the greatest film that Clive Barker has made in in this form. It's wonderful, and and people need to see it because people love the book so much. They like the characters. You know the monsters are incredibly strong, incredibly interesting. And, and they never went away, you know. So I guess right now, you know, if there's an, a film that's 
70% different than the Nightbreed that was released that tells the story of Cabal. People should see it, and, and that's why people are excited right now. They want to see Cabal, the Cabal cut of Nightbreed. Well, for people who haven't seen it, will you explain what who Cabal is, what Cabal, and you know what the plot of the movie is? Yeah, sure. Okay, so Cabal, well, Boone, who becomes Cabal, is this guy that's kind of seen a psychiatrist, and he's lost his confidence because of that, and he's told by a psychiatrist that he's a murderer. And during these sessions with a psychiatrist, and he's told this, he starts to <clears throat> research and find out about a place called Midian. So he wants, as a murderer, to escape society and go and live in Midian because he thinks that's where the monsters live. And, you know, he's he takes he has to take this <clears throat> medication which sends him on a trip, you know, like a, a psychotic trip. And then he basically leaves where he where he's living at that time and he goes to find Midian and once he finds Midian he finds the monsters and he finds out at that point in time that he is not a monster and that he's been lied to and then the character of Decker turns up and causes Boone to be shot and at that point in time you know everybody thinks Boone's been murdered but he, obviously he's been bitten by one of the Nightbreed and he's brought back to life and then after that, we basically go on a journey with him of discovering about the Nightbreed. We discover about Decker's character. A confrontation takes place between them. Boone's girlfriend, Laurie, becomes more and more involved because she goes searching for him. She's still in love with him, even though, you know, essentially, in all humankind's purposes, he's dead. And then what happens is Boone... Actually, he's a mythical figure to the Nightbreed because he, he's been talked about as somebody that's going to come and cause a catalyst for change for them. And he, and he basically, you know, almost brings the end to Midian, but he unites the Nightbreed to go on a different journey. And the film that ultimately you'll see will take you on a real journey with the Nightbreed so that you can actually meet them as characters. You'll get to understand them and the situation, and you'll get to understand about the monsters in society, which, as I said before, is humanity. And what I like to call the Cabal Cut of Nightbreed is, is again, is gone with the wind with monsters. Yeah, it, it seems like they don't go into detail with who the monsters are. They're just monsters that freak you out and look cool and then move on to the next one, you know, except for the mother with the daughter or... Yeah, well, the, even that in the Cabal Cut, that that is completely different because you have the relationship with Laurie, with the mother and the daughter, and Babette, you know, creates this psychic bond, you know, with it within the Cabal Cut with Babette, you know, which happens in the novel. So you you have more character development. You you find out much more about the Nightbreed, where they come from and where they're going, and what bonds them together. So that that's what the Cabal Cut does. That they're not just monsters that live underground that are, are going to get hunted. They're you know completely different in the Cabal Cut. Because it's funny you say that because at the end of this movie they become monsters that are hunted. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are monsters that are under the, the you know the last hour of the movie that people are, will see shows just that hunted and you know and how they have to choose 
to protect themselves and also you know what's going to happen to them in the future and the journey that's i said that they're going to have to go on jose said that you guys got a bunch of signatures before he found an old petition with 900 signatures yeah that, that, phil and sarah stokes from clivebarker.info were really i've been really involved basically in, in trying to get interested in you know nightbreed and you know that that was the first attempt to to get morgan creek interested and you know they it, that kind of came and went and now those 900 signatures are still valid but you know because now the film can be seen and it can be screened etc you know like i said 2264 people have said you know i want to see this i want to support it and that's huge isn't it that that really means people out there want to see this movie and if it can get there in three weeks in you know by the time we screen it again by the time people get you know like tell their friends about it fangoria are telling people rue morgar our hope is that you know we'll get five to ten thousand people and then it becomes a simple mathematical exercise for morgan creek because they start to see wow how much money you know could nightbreed generate so we could have spend x amount of money to restore it but at the end of the day you know we're going to make this amount of money by you know screening it so hopefully the maths will add up and, and they'll want to you know sanction a full restoration when the movie came out in 1990 how did it do uh it, it, it did moderately well it it, it didn't blow anybody away and it kind of didn't it didn't get what it justified in terms of publicity it has probably the one of the worst cinema posters of all time with a pair of eyes and it and it suggests a completely different movie and you know it, it's it's basically selling itself as something that it's not at that point in time whereas like I said, this cut of the movie is completely different. So, and it's like anything, like any cult movie. Like you know, the best example of this is The Wicker Man. Like that film, it's basically developed because it's got this incredible cult following. And you, you know, nobody should discount the power of Clive Barker. And you know, Hellraiser did all right on release, and it's probably generated somewhere in the region of two hundred and fifty million dollars in DVD sales, you know, so these movies always do better afterwards when people can buy them, take them home and watch them and show them to different people. It seemed like they just didn't know what to do with this movie. It didn't fit into like the Friday the 13th mold. So they didn't no, know how to release it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what happened. And that's why they uh, made, you know, those changes to it. And it basically became you know, more of a slasher movie and was sold as a slasher movie than a, a monster movie. You know, th this film's more like Todd Browning's Freaks right. than it is Friday the, th Friday the 13th or Halloween. Yeah, uh, how did you find the film? Uh, well, I, I found it because I found Clive Barker in about 1985-86 and read his books of blood. I saw Hellraiser on release day. I... I read every book the first week it came out, and went went to I've been to the cinema to see everything that's been released. So it was it was my interest in Clive Barker, but you know, like actually getting to see the cabal cut of it and actually be able to work with Mark Miller to create this 
has been you know absolutely wonderful you know to have that revelation then know that the fans of this movie are going to be so excited to see it i was looking for see if there was a sequel because the movie obviously sets itself up for one and even if a movie doesn't do great uh horror films or monster movies seem to have sequels was there one in development is there one out there no, well, Clive never wrote a sequel, so in, in that sense, there isn't one. No, uh, what what there is are you know basically ideas. Clive wanted to write three novels, so Clive has the ideas for the two other novels. So if those novels were written, obviously they could be used to create a new Nightbreed. There's lots of conversations right now about. You know, could there be a Nightbreed TV series? Could there be another movie? Could there be this and the other? I think after people see the real Nightbreed, you know, as it exists now, I think that that should give us an opportunity to basically, you know, say, yes, let, let's see where the Nightbreed went in the last 20 years. That's, that's my philosophy on it. You know, 20 years has passed, so the Nightbreed have all lived for 20 years. It it seems like it's the right time for it too. Like the movie, there are movies like that. Even the Hunger Games, you can argue like it's about a group of misfits, and people can relate to it. Yeah, they can, and you know, and I think you know people can rediscover things too, can't they? They can find classic movies and like the Wicker Man, and, and you know, want to watch them. You know, obviously, there's the Wicker Tree. I don't know what that's if that's any good. I haven't seen it yet, but you know, that's a kind of next thing that came along within that mythology. I mean, the last thing we, anyone wants to do here is remake Nightbreed. You know, we don't want to do that. We, we kind of like Nightbreed to have its next part of its story, like I said, 20 years on. Uh, when you talk about the Wicker Man, are you talking about the original Wicker Man or the Nicolas Cage version? Yeah, I kind of never talk about remakes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you're talking yeah. about our original. Yeah, the original one's a wonderful piece of yeah, cinema. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. And you you know, you're going to know yourself and I know that it was a suppressed movie for a long time and it became a cult movie and people wanted to see the real version of it. And then various versions turned up and it was restored and then it came out and it got the justification it needed. And that's what needs to happen to Nightbreed. Nightbreed is, you know, just like the original Wicker Man. It, it's, it would be a fantastic thing for people to see. I'm glad we clarified because you'd lose all credibility if you're telling people to go see the Nicolas Cage version. No, I, I would not. <laughs> um... no. What in the movie? I have a question about the film. There's a priest in there who is in the police station, and he's so upset about um, Midian and Nightbreed that he clenches his fist so hard that he rams his fingers into his palms and he starts to bleed. What? What did I miss? What is it about the priest? What? What is his connection to Midian? The, the priest. When you're thinking about, he's, the priest is called Ashbury. And when what you're dealing with with him is he he's somebody that's lost his way with religion, and he's looking for a purpose. And basically, he's done some wrong. He, he's having to account for it, and then he goes on this journey to discover the Nightbreed, and he's basically taken with you know the police, and it, you know he. It's his it's his internal frustration that makes him do that to himself. Well, what I can say to you is that he's one of the hugely different 
characters in the Cabal Cut. He his story is much more important to the Cabal Cut, like it was, you know, Cabal as a movie. And basically, you know, without spoiling it, but you know, he's a, a really big catalyst, and there's a lot of change going to happen because of him when you watch the Cabal Cut. It it makes it seems like something was missing that all of a sudden the character is not really introduced is so important to the film. Yeah, and that that's that's one of the things about the original version of Nightbreed that's kind of completely wrong and and it jars against what's in the original novel and the original script. So and the the film too. So you know the film that is cut now. So yeah, it, it is hard to to place him, but and all I can do is assure you that when you see it and when other people see it, you know you'll see why he's there and you'll understand fully. Is there someone in the movie that you relate to? Any of the monsters? Any of the characters that you see yourself in? Uh, no, I I just think Peliquin's the best. He gets the best lines and he's the coolest, uh, you know, of the Nightbreed. And and you know if if I was to make write or make a kind of Nightbreed movie, I'd have a lot more of him in it. I like him a lot. I like, obviously I think Boone and Laurie have got a lot more adventures to go on and stories to tell us and i just i just really like the nightbreed just like i like todd browning's freaks i think it's wonderful so and uh is there fan fiction for nightbreed no not that i know of there, there are there were, you know that there was about 22 23 comic books created in in the early 90s and after that you know people I've kind of like recut trailers and recut scenes, but there isn't anything that I know of that's out there around Nightbreed, no. And have you heard from Clive, Bar- Clive Barker at all? Yeah, he's one of my dearest friends. Yes, I, I, you know, weekly communicate with him, and he he wrote on Twitter that you know that he was this is the movie that he wanted people to see, and he he's basically tweeted about Occupy Midian. He's been on Twitter and said, you know, people can finally see Nightbreed how I wanted it to be seen. So he's incredibly supportive of what we're doing. That's great. And is there anything you want to say to Morgan Creek, the company that's holding the rights to Nightbreed? No, I I would just really like them to talk to us. I'd really like them to engage. I'd really like them to look at models of, of what we could do. And, you know, we what we've done so far... Is fantastic and it could go on as a special feature for a re-release of Nightbreed or if Morgan Creek wanted to work with myself, Mark Miller and Clive Barker and the guys at Occupy Medium, you know, we would you know, take the original footage and we'd work with the original DP and we would basically create the highest quality version of Cabal and the basically, you know it would sell an awful lot of copies as, as Occupied Midian and these screenings are proven. Yeah, and I have to say, as someone who doesn't, I don't watch horror films because I don't like slasher films. I really like this film. It's not, it's not at all what it, what they pretended it was, what they advertised it as. It's uh, no, and yeah, and Adam, you've seen, you haven't seen the movie that you'll see. So when, when we screen it in Los Angeles, as, as we inevitably will do, you'll have to come and watch the other film just so that you can, kind of do a follow up on this and, and you know, tell everybody.
Hello? Hello, Russell? Russell, what happened? Oh my god, Decker got Russell. Crazy psychiatrist was killing everyone. He got Russell from Occupy Midian. Or the cops. Or Decker got something, got to my Skype connection and cut it off in the middle and didn't feel like calling back because he seemed like he had enough of this bullshit already. Oh my god. People look out for Decker. If you want to contact the people at Occupy Midian, go to their Facebook page on Facebook, Occupy Midian or OccupyMidian.com. More importantly, we have all the information on ProudlyResents.com. We have all the connections, connections that are podcasts that they didn't get the plug because Decker got to them. And we have a Clive Barker podcast. We'll find out about it on our website or just Google Clive Barker podcast. ClibeBarkerInfo.com. Go to ProudlyResents.com. Go to iTunes to hear other episodes of our show. You can subscribe there, say something nice, and just check out other episodes. We just reviewed Jim Cotta, which is a fantastic film. And I put on the website, I have an interview with Mike Williams from the Blair Witch Project. Yes, I searched my head for another scary film that I reviewed. Anyway, Mike Williams' exclusive interview, Blair Witch Project, t- tells everything. That'll be on the, this com slash nightbreed, one word. All right. We also do recaps of Celebrity Apprentice with Nico, comedian from London. Well, from Wales. What's the difference? Decker's out there. Come on, guys. So listen to our show every Wednesday. Um, I will be here every single Wednesday to do another movie. I probably resents the Celebrity Apprentice a little bit more. Yeah. Let's see what day. But every Wednesday, probably resents. Uh, there's no reason I would not. Hey, Decker!